0: Welcome back to the Food Trainers Podcast. I'm Lauren and I'm here with Kayleen. Hi, everyone. We have had a busy few weeks prepping
1: for our fixed week, which starts today. Um, that's our like special week-long program we have in May, September, and January. So in light of you know ending with that, um, we're going to bring you a fun, lighthearted episode today.
0: Absolutely, because we have no brain power left. <laughs> but we also try to alternate, you know, sort of mix up a little bit like the serious with the lighter. I think, I think yeah. it's a good compromise.
1: Yeah. So we get a lot of questions about like our go-tos or our favorites, you know, supplements, meals, et cetera. So today we're bringing you the food trainer's favorites, or we would call it food trainer's favorite
0: things, but I don't know if that's too much like Oprah. <laughs> I'm fine with any, you know, sort of comparison to Oprah, but... As we were, you know, sort of organizing this, Kayleen and I shared our picks, and I actually loved reading what your picks were. <laughs> I just, I think it's like, you know, sort of when they list that in magazines or things. I'm always fascinated just with people's habits. Hopefully, I'm not the only one. No, same.
1: I don't think so. Um, even though we work like so closely together, I was surprised by some of your answers, or there was new Lauren info that I didn't know about.
0: Really? <laughs> I don't hold a lot back.
1: So. <laughs> I don't remember exactly, but as we go through it, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll start to bring it out. So I guess we can start with, you know, the beginning of the day, breakfast maybe. What are your go to breakfasts and then
0: your favorite treat breakfasts? Mm, yum. <laughs> so I think, and it's absolutely perfect because I'm sipping a smoothie you um, as we do this chocolate avocado smoothie. Yum. So I think my. Healthy go-tos, regulars would be eggs and smoothies. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily on the daily, but I do love. I've posted about this delicious local um, yogurt called Bite Mustache. They have mm-hmm. this kiss flavor, which you know I probably have to see like a hundred more clients a month to <laughs> support that habit. I also really like. We've loved them for a while, Siggies, but they're. Four percents to me are incredibly indulgent. We prefer like a full fat mm-hmm. yogurt and recommend it over a over non-fat. If you've been listening, you know that. Good culture cottage cheese is another, you know, sort of if I'm, you know, listing my favorite dairies. Non-dairy, coco yo, which there's a co-yo and a coco yo. Yeah. I like amazing. the coco yo. It's in the glass jars. It's by the same people who make the GTS mm-hmm. kombucha. And I just think it's it's my favorite of the non-dairies. If since you asked about treats, yes. if we're talking life has no rules, which would be lovely, but might not leave us feeling lovely. I'm definitely eggs Benedict. Mm-hmm. Like yum on the holidays. Yes, uh, banana pancakes. I do that egg banana healthier pancake substitute, which kind of is reminiscent of. I like those pancakes. too, Yeah. Not exactly the same, but I'm I'm fine with a substitute. Uh, what about you? <laughs> I am currently obsessed with like the
1: Faye Greek yogurt mm-hmm. to talk about dairy, and I do nut butter and raspberries. That's just like
0: the perfect like easy go to for me. So yeah. you add the nut butter, not the one with the little side. And oh no, no, they do okay. have the like pour over one. No, I add my own
1: and just like be a, like raspberries, add that in. Um, I know you're not a big like fan of carbs at breakfast, but I do like toast with some like Justin's peanut butter too. Um, mm. I do the Dave's killer bread and they have like the little smaller like pieces of bread. They're like the half size, it feels like. Oh, I haven't seen those. Oh, they're like, they like it's only like about this big. That's a good so, compromise. I'm, yeah, I like the those a lot. This big. Oh,
0: She's eating, like, <laughs> I'm a little, showing her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little half size piece of bread um, yeah. shaped with her finger. No, not big on Carbs at breakfast for weight loss. Mm-hmm. But everybody's different, right? I think that's the thing. Even when we give clients a template, yeah. and we'll say, this is where we might recommend it. They're like, no, I kind of prefer it here where it you know, whatever it is. So yeah. I think it's good to state that.
1: Or if I do have time, like especially being at home all the time, I'll do two over easy eggs with some sauteed spinach. Some, some mornings I literally just crave spinach. So I have to have it. Um, and I top it with hot sauce. But I guess if- My love
0: for you just like exploded with the craving of spinach.
1: Isn't that so weird? I don't, I should look into like what that means for my body, but sometimes I'm just like, I need sauteed spinach, yeah. And no rules. Another weird
0: alien thing we'll get to in a little bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's just one of them from this episode. Um, This might be weird to people too. My no rules favorite is an everything bagel with cream cheese, lox, avocado, and tomato.
0: Why is I that love weird?
1: that. I don't. People think that cream cheese and avocado together is kind of weird. It's like a lot of like fat, I guess, but I think it tastes good. <laughs> and then I'm also totally a pancakes person too. Like at brunch or from a diner, like any time of day, I'm like always like I think I need to get pancakes.
0: Would you be for so your pancakes over waffles?
1: Yeah, I kind of. I'm also a chicken and waffles girl. If I see that on the oh, menu, well. sometimes, but I'd She's always prefer pancakes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So then what about lunches? Oh my God. Now I'm craving all the wrong things. (laughs) (laughs) Lunch, I I think because of my schedule, lunch just doesn't excite me or maybe the foods as much as breakfast does. Mm -hmm. My weekday go tos are pretty simple. Something um, I do a bunch of roll ups. We have our Tacky, T A K Y. Roll ups that a lot of clients do: turkey, avocado, kale, or or another Ooh. green. It's just quick and kind of checks off those boxes at lunch that we suggest: the protein, fat, and a little bit of veg. Not that there's so much in a roll up. <laughs> um, leftovers, if I have them, I basically live with three men right now, and you know, bottomless pit dogs. <laughs> so there's not always leftovers. I mean, I. I can't cook anymore. I mean, I, I fill the oven. I buy mm-hmm. like three pounds of protein. It's really kind of gross. Or just a go-to that I've done for a long time would be just pre-washed greens. I usually do baby spinach um, during the week or arugula, avocado, jar tuna, pad, two seafood episodes. So jar tunas are very small tunas. Um, we're specific about our brands in terms of how they're caught. Wild smoked salmon is another. Lunch food mm-hmm. that's like just easy to keep in the house. I also like love love. Um, I'm a mayo girl, so <laughs> egg salad. I try to make my own curry chicken salad. Love a Niçoise salad. Again, not something I'm usually you know whipping up on the spot on a workday. We have a fun uh, we call it Niçoise-ish salad mm-hmm. for our fix program. I posted that on Insta using cauliflower and asparagus in place of like the traditional potatoes and string beans. Mm-hmm. Those are some of my faves. What about you? Yeah.
1: I sort of feel the same way about lunch. Like it's just not a time of day I feel creative or like want to put a lot of effort into. Like you, I'm generally satisfied with like tuna and greens and avocado. I'll have that a lot. Or sometimes I do a smoothie for a lighter lunch if I eat breakfast later. And if it yep. is like eggs or something like that, I'm not super hungry. So I'll just have like a smoothie. Yeah. I also, I do love like the sweet green fish taco and the super green goddess salads. Those are two of my favorites.
0: Do you have a sweet green near home? No, so uh, that's okay.
1: only when I'm out.
0: <laughs> I like that fish taco too. I usually do it no chips, even though when I forget to do no chips, it's really delicious. <laughs> And I love sweet green. That steelhead that they use, which I think a lot of people think is salmon. Yeah. um, It can be a little fishy at times. I definitely lime or lemon it. Agreed. I thought it was salmon at first too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But like I need like that hot sauce and the lime or the lemon that they put. I guess I know we like really like um, seafooded everyone out, like you said. <laughs> okay. But they're pretty sustainable with their, um, that's the kind of a pro of Sweet Green, I think. They looked into everything. Something they said on their website was that they support the su- sustainability of our mm-hmm. oceans by providing delicious, healthy seafood that is caught by fishermen with traditional practices that like sustain the wild population or farmed in aquaculture, there's that word again, aquaculture systems with innovative practices that maintain or improve the health of the environment.
0: That's, I mean, that's commendable. I think we mentioned the why they switched away from uh, shrimp in, the, in an earlier episode. Mm-hmm. They also used to do actual salmon. They had said that they sourced a farm salmon from uh, Patagonia um, in Chile. At the time, they said it was the best option. It was, that we, again, a little bit, we're hearkening back to some of the things we alluded <laughs> to, but it was the first and only uh, farm-raised salmon to receive this, the good alternative rating from Monterey Bay Aquarium. But they struggled with the fact that they didn't like that they had to get it all the way from you know Patagonia. I'm going totally off. Um, <laughs> Patagonia, so they switched to steelhead, which mm-hmm. is, like as we said, looks like salmon, but it's a trout. And these are fed, We in the farm fish episode, we talked about what your farmed fish are fed. These are fed, I believe, anchovies. Mm. And last year, they uh, Sweetgreen had said they connected with Pacific Seafood, who raises these farm-raised steelheads in the Columbia River in Washington. So it's a domestically farmed fish. We can post a link all about yeah. that.
1: <laughs> See how it all comes together? We're still linking everything we've learned. <laughs> But okay, now we can let's talk my favorite topic, snacks. You're not a major snacker, but like, what are your
0: go tos? Yeah, you're right. I mean, my favorite days, and you talked about sort of the timing of breakfast and lunch, if you're pupil from breakfast, that kind of yeah. thing. I love, and I actually do this better when it's not a work day, having like three solid, evenly spaced meals and, you know, sort of just getting through my day with that. On a workday, I often do need an afternoon pit stop. I'll grab a few Brazil nuts. like those a lot. (laughs) Our old dog ranch walnuts. I'm loving, loving. And if you haven't tried them, everyone should. We have these new, they're ghost pepper, spicy pumpkin seeds. We did a newsletter and explained pumpkin seeds are a great source, oysters too, of zinc. So hopefully you're subscribed to. We'll post a little bit on mm-hmm. Instagram with this, with with the seeds too. Hopefully you're subscribed. So zinc, just a little aside, benefits men and women. Um, for women, uh, PCOS, acne. Men, testosterone production, prostate health. I could go on and on, but it really is. We talk a lot about magnesium. Zinc is something. That probably deserves a little bit more mm-hmm. discussion. I think it got because of its immune benefits a little bit of a plug during COVID. Yeah. Not that, not that COVID's over. Uh back to snacks. I love my olives. You do. Uh, yeah. I love jerky, but I definitely love jerky in sticks more so than like the, the like envelopes of pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I'm not into like the the chew of those. So the Vermont smoked jerkies are, you know, I travel with those when I travel or even just in the car, that kind of thing. My kids like them. A spoonful of nut butter. I'm actually very sad because I was on this sumo tangerine kick. And they're out of season now. So we're done with those. Oh. <laughs> but you had your fill at least. We definitely did. And probably <laughs> my son was like, Aren't these these aren't these expensive mom? I'm like, he was having like two or three a day. <laughs> okay, stop. Again, if life had no rules, I would definitely like potato chip it, you know, mm-hmm. too much or any chip, definitely lean more salty than sweet. Yeah, that I knew. Uh, what about you, Miss Miss Snack? Snack I mean, I
1: right? love the golden herb walnuts that we have, but the maple are my first love. I remember the first time I tried them, I was like, these are probably the best thing I've ever tasted. They're yeah. so good because they're like,
0: like sweet, but also like savory. So good. I wasn't a walnut person at all. Like didn't even like it in a brownie before yeah. on these walnuts. I think, yeah, they're kind
1: of like too plain in a way, walnuts, yeah. at least were when I was younger too. But with a right. little flavoring
0: on them, it's so good. Every literally every time I bring them home from the Ooh. office, I'm like reminded how amazing the, the maple <laughs> ones are. I do the golden herb ones too. I do those a lot in salad, mm-hmm. yeah. Elsa, things like that. Tell us about your study snack. (laughs) (laughs)
1: My study snack right now is literally dipping a Persian cucumber into hummus and just like eating it kind of like a pickle, just like biting into it.
0: Okay. You eat it whole.
1: I do. I, I know this is weird, but it's just like, they're like the smaller pickles too. Again, I'm going
0: to do the sizing for Lauren. I mean, not oh pickles. Oh my God. Cucumbers. I was thinking English cucumber. I was thinking like the, the ones, the size of your forearm. No, no.
1: They're oh, like yeah. little ones. They come in okay. like little packs. Like they're oh, like yeah. kind of smaller. They're like they the are size are of maybe like size. your iPhone. Yeah. Right. So I take that and just like dip it and like bite into that's, it. That's more acceptable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the visual I had was just okay, priceless. Or the little
1: peppers too, you know, like the mini peppers that they sell.
0: Yeah. Where are I'll those, those? from? They like showed up a few years ago. Like the, I don't know like half. If you haven't seen them, they're like I guess maybe a third or a quarter the size of a bell pepper. Yeah, and they're so easy to eat with, with dips or play and that. Kind they kind of thing. look like little chili peppers, but they're just right. like normal peppers.
1: Yeah, but they're sweet. Yeah. I love those too, and I'm also I'm obsessed with pickles. And
0: Trader Joe's has these new pickle flavored chips that I've been eating a little too much. You know, you should try. You should try the Weavos. They're the. Have you seen them? They're like I've seen you. Yeah, you've mentioned them. They're. I didn't. I don't always rebuy them because. Even though I'm fine spending on like food food and my sumo tangerines mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. They're kind of expensive for a chip, but they're a good product. I'll admit I saw them for the first time on Shark Tank. Oh, cool. They have a pickle flavor. I, I more sour cream and onion, but for I you, like you those can too. try the pickle flavor.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe a new like shop food trainers item. I think oh, we need true. like a chip or a cracker. We used to have our Jill's crackers back in the day miss those. They but went out of business.
0: I think so. We haven't heard much from them. I'd be <laughs> interested just like restaurants. You know, now we're seeing them and encouraged by seeing them coming back to see which of these, you know, we deal with a lot of small food companies. To like see which? Yeah. Come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll keep an eye out. Absolutely. And I guess... Like, we now- lost our Nikita tea? Um, yeah. The delicious chocolate. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So there's been a, definitely some losses. There's
1: been a few, yeah, over the year.
0: Anyway, what's next? Okay.
1: Next, we have sweets. Like you yes. said, I know you lean salty
0: or savory, but what do you do for like a sweet craving? Yeah, I think people assume because I'm so in love with savory, salty that I don't <laughs> do sweets. But definitely the one you know, sort of sweet that I think I have on the regular is chocolate or definitely mm-hmm. always have it in the house. I'm really liking the Lakanto, People might recognize they make monk fruit sweetener. They have a monk fruit sweetener, which I would say the two sweeteners that we are completely okay with would be stevia and monk fruit. Um, Not many of the others, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, sort of sugar substitutes, that kind of thing, but they make a chocolate chip. I love like a healthy chocolate chip because I feel like I feel like this tiny little, You know, bowl. I guess it's like a couple of spoonfuls, and it's like it just lasts a lot longer than like a square (laughs) of chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Completely not what I should be doing, but it's like my after dinner um, TV snack. You need that sometimes. Yeah, I mean, and I and I don't, and I'm not someone that needs a a sweet all the time. Like I Mm -hmm. think I like a jerky would appeal to me more than a sweet. (laughs) Most days, dream sweets, and I like to find. I use like my favorites to try to find healthier versions. I've talked about my love for mint chip ice cream week. Mm -hmm. Eileen and I bond on the the mint. Not a Moo, which is a great non-dairy company, makes, again, it's not a health food, it's an ice cream, but it's (laughs) non-dairy and a good product. They make a mint chip. I actually just saw Thrillist had ranked the halo top flavors and i was like let me check this out <laughs> where is my mint chip i don't always like halo top but i feel like it yeah. scratches an itch mint chip was number two so oh, I, wow which i actually feel like it should be number one <laughs> what was number one something like a chocolate chip cookie dough or chocolate uh, chip something something people like love that. that yeah yeah they do i feel like i love and there's a lot of healthy companies that make it i love a cookie dough but My issue with something like that is there's like never enough cookie dough for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like you're always in search of the cookie dough. (laughs) (laughs) Flurges or treats, uh, there's a great, I think they're actually in Whole Foods. I don't know if they're in Whole Foods nationwide, but there's a gluten-free bakery called By The Way. Mm -hmm. Their um, coconut cake is like what we do for like all family birthdays. Their almond cookies, it's actually a funny story. I used to do this workout this like bar type workout. And I was, after dropping my kids off at school, I used to go onto the bakery to get a coffee. (laughs) It was like (laughs) the the closest coffee place to my kids' school. In the bakery, like 11 months pregnant was this bar instructor, you know, sort of like healthy and cute. And she's like, first of all, you're just getting a coffee. I'm like, yeah. She's like, have you tried the almond cookies? And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. The next... Time or, you know, sort of a few times later, of course, I was like, okay, let me try the. Like, <laughs> How good can an almond cookie be? Okay, well, I hate her. Her name, <laughs> her name is Carrie Clark. And I think she sometimes listens, but it's, you know, now my whole family is like, did you go by Obsessed. the bakery to get the <laughs> almond cookies? Yeah. They have that, they almost taste like rainbow cookies, that almond extracty, you know, those bakery yeah. rainbow cookies. Um, I think, or marzipan. I think people like that flavor or they don't. Oh, obviously. those are good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Those are like, again, if life had no rules.
1: <laughs> Any candy? Are you a candy person?
0: Not like a, you know, sort of. I don't have any sort of candy habit. Back mm-hmm. in the day, I was definitely a hot tamale girl. That would be like my, you know, movie snack or like newsstand <laughs> snack. That's kind of weird. i <laughs> you know, I like, yeah. I like like a spicy sweet, a salted caramel. I like any of those, like mm-hmm. sort of, you know, those combos. Any candy for you these days? I am like a chocolate and peanut
1: butter person Mm -hmm. all the way through. So at Reese's or like, I do love the Justin's ones, like they're almond or peanut butter and like Eating Evolved. That's Mm -hmm. like my, I mean, I love like gummy candy too, but I don't have them too often. If I was to say candy, like Sour
0: Patch Kids would be like- Oh, you're one one. of those. Yeah. 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 And and the, the Eating Evolved that you mentioned, they make a keto cup if anybody's curious that- Mm-hmm. They're pretty delicious. Those are pretty good. What, did we have like a hazelnut flavor? A hazelnut flavor. Yeah. And the thing with them though is because we had sent them out in a package, and a client's like, I like everything you guys suggest, but like, what's up with those? And I was like, Is she crazy? They're so good. But I did have them like hanging around <laughs> my house for a while and then tried them. And they weren't as good, so definitely eat them if you get them. Eat them, eat them while they're still good. You're also on a date pick, right?
1: I am. Yeah, I'm kind of late to the date train, but I really like them as like a sweet treat too. Just like yeah. one, I'll either just have it plain, or sometimes I do it with nut butter, and it's really good.
0: Yeah. Do you eat them? Are you a if, date person? I, if I... Well, I do think dates look a little like cockroaches. (laughs) 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 Having lived in New Orleans, where they're that size, it's definitely a big hurdle for me. If I do dried fruit, I'm more of a prune person. I love those. Mm -hmm. I've written about how much I like, you know, you either love them or don't. But a bacon wrap date, um, you know, (sighs) back when we used to have like parties and things like that, I definitely wouldn't. Again, the salty sweet, gets me every time.
1: Oh my gosh, I've never had one of those before.
0: I my god! I didn't get your ice
1: cream. What's your my all-time favorite ice cream? Speaking of like not getting enough cookie dough, <laughs> I used to get in college all the time, like the Jimmy Fallon Ben and Jerry's flavor. I think it's called tonight dough. Tonight dough. Yeah, it was like life-changing the first time I had it, and I've had it ever since. Like, I'm not a huge Jimmy Fallon fan, so it's not like I buy it because of him at all. <laughs> not like really... Jimmy Fallon. I like. I'm like indifferent about him. It's not okay. like I'm a fan and like sought it out, but he's on the, he's on mm-hmm. the carton. <laughs> but it has caramel and chocolate ice cream and then mm-hmm. this chocolate like cookie swirl.
0: And then it has peanut butter cookie dough. We really do like it. And <laughs> like, yep. it has a lot of cookie dough in it. It's so good. We had that, um, we went to like the, I think we were skiing at Stowe. We went to the Ben and Jerry's, like their headquarters. In uh-huh. Vermont. I've never been. I don't know. There was also some controversy after that with, Ben and Jerry's, something about like the I don't know the sourcing of their milk. Oh, where, I don't know where the cows were from. I forget the details. But we, when Mark and I first met, we loved. Uh, he loved, and then <laughs> I started loving because it, I, I took on the ritual: the chocolate fudge brownie that mm-hmm. it was the frozen yogurt. Those were the froyo years. Obviously, not healthier in any way than ice cream, and <laughs> you know, my metabolism in those days could take eating something like that daily. Not so mm-hmm. much now. Okay, yeah. So Ben & Jerry's flavors, so good. We'll,
1: we'll so leave good. Yeah. the sweets there, I guess. Then treat foods. So, like, sure. I have a feeling I know what
0: you'll say here. But what would those be for you? Yeah, I'm predictable. I don't think this was a big surprise. Treat foods, fries, and pizza all mm-hmm. the way. Um, you know, desert, those would be not that they would last on a desert island, but my desert island foods. I do Capello's, where they do a pizza, mm-hmm. um, an almond flour crust pizza. There's also a Vermont brand, uh, Against the Grain, that makes a gluten free pizza. It's really, we had made those over quarantine. I did. You know, regular ones for the boys and Mark and I are gluten free. Mm -hmm. And my younger son said, You know, I'm like, this is my, they do a pesto something one. And I'm like, this is heaven. This is the best thing ever. And Wes took a bite of it. He's like, That's not like, that's not even pizza. (laughs) It was like such a bubble burst for me because I really couldn't fathom that this wasn't delicious to another person. Mm -hmm. But I guess everybody, you know, sort of has it. He, you know, he's dealing with like regular plain old pizza. I yeah. also have cauliflower crust pizza. I'm fine, as you could tell, with a substitute. As long as I kind of, like I said before, as it scratches that itch, gives me that sense of the treat. Yeah. fries harder to do, uh, except sweet potato, any sort of like, I don't air fry or anything, a good mm-hmm. substitute. Actually, this past week, <laughs> my different son, he got, what did he get? I think he got like a chicken sandwich or something and it came with curly fries and he's on like a little bit of a health kick and he left the table and left me, he didn't touch them and left the table and left me sitting staring at (laughs) curly fries I had, I only had a couple, but I can't, I was like, I'm eating the fries and my son now isn't. That's not. Uh, funny. <laughs> anyway, what, what would you say for treat foods?
1: For me, it's pasta and pizza too. Like mm-hmm. pennella vodka or a bolognese. Like I see those on the menu and I like almost always have to order it. Mm. But like at home for like, I'm okay with substitutes too. My family's kind of like on the fence with these, but I like the bonza chickpea pastas. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think they taste too different. And There's also jovial brown rice pasta, which I think is good. And
0: then cl- like cauliflower makes the pizza, I heard. Have you tried that? I haven't tried it because I haven't I have seen it anywhere. I haven't either. Yeah. Uh, client have told me about it. But I, I do like the cauliflower too. Like those, like the frozen pizzas. Yeah. They're a good option. There, you should check out. There's a turkey bolognese recipe we make. It has. It's a little different than like a traditional bolognese, but it has tons of veg. It has mushrooms. It has zucchini. People can Google it. I think way back <laughs> when it was a cooking light. Um, I don't even know. I think cooking light folded, mm-hmm. um, but it's turkey mushroom bolognese. I think it's on all Yum. recipes too. We've made it for years. It's I'm getting hungry again. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. We can switch to a healthier gear too.
0: We want to talk about fruit. So do you have any favorites? Right, so my sumo tangerines are like mm-hmm. gone, and so it's, you know a, a sad day. Been on a kiwi kick, uh, not to make this whole episode about my sons, but one is one of my <laughs> sons always always has been his favorite fruit. And kiwis, we actually have a kiwi coconut um, non dairy yogurt recipe in our fix program because yeah. kiwis are really good for digestion, really good source of vitamin C. We're also definitely like a melon and pineapple family. I grew up like my mom was like, there was always melon. I don't know. It's one of those like mom <laughs> foods. So mm-hmm. I think it's just something like that I'm used to. What about your family and fruit? That's funny because
1: we're like a berry family, actually. Mm-hmm. Like we always have raspberries and blueberries and blackberries in the fridge. I think they're also, they're on sale a lot at like Stop mm-hmm. and Shop. So that's kind of just how that started. Right. Um, so we always have those in the fridge. Um, but I also love grapes
0: those are some of my favorites um, i love green more than red too i prefer green grapes really I, i'm so red <laughs> i love i love grapes like cold red grapes even frozen red grapes mm-hmm. we had like an incident uh, they're toxic for dogs mm-hmm. so bronco who's you know my like i don't know he's like a compulsive overeater my my dog ate <laughs> grape once. we had to go to the vet it was a whole thing so i you know really only purchase them when the the yeah, are,
1: aren't around. That's are scary. Around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and what about favorite veggies? It's so funny. My kids joke with me that it's like. Dip, sometimes it's hard for me to separate like what like my kids will say. You like that because you know it's healthy, and I'm like, no, 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 it's delicious. So sometimes <laughs> I have a hard time, you know, sort yeah. of, uh, sorting out the two. I think, and because they're in season, and I had them recently. But artichokes to me are sort of like a treat vegetable, maybe because I grew up with like stuffed artichokes, which Mm -hmm. is I just make them and steam them and dunk them in a little bit of vinaigrette. I've talked a lot about my radish love. (laughs) I I really am on a campaign to make everybody eat more radishes. They're one of those like top shelf vegetables we talk a lot about. (laughs) Arugula. I think I just like sharp sharp mm-hmm. flavors, spicier flavors. So other than eating whole cucumbers, which I'm happy <laughs> are there's little ones, not the gigantic ones. What about you? I mean I've
1: always loved cucumbers since I was a kid. Like I used to ask for people's cucumbers from their salad or like my mom or my aunts would be like, Do you want my cucumber? And I'd be like, yes. <laughs> you were like a nutritionist in the making. Yeah. <laughs> I love those, but I also love Brussels sprouts and asparagus, I guess that type of flavor. And I love beets too. I feel like those are very underrated, but I love them.
0: I totally agree with you on beets. I really like the, is it, who is it? Oh, just beets. So we want them like ready-made because beets, my issue with beets is just that they're, um, you know, it like looks like a murder has taken place. Yes. Like, when like you're trying to house. peel them and cut them, I agree. I know everybody's like put them in foil, roast them. I've never, I take them out in the foil and the, it's dripping red everywhere. Mm-hmm. I a mess. So, but yeah, I definitely, if somebody else wants to make them for me and that the ones we're talking about are like in the produce section mm-hmm. and they're, I guess, steamed and packaged in an airtight container. Yeah. That's really delicious to put in salads and stuff. And easy. <laughs> yeah, and easy and not messy. You don't need, you know, sort of gloves and cleaning supplies. <laughs> Okay,
1: so next should we go through
0: supplements and secret weapons?
1: Like we talk a lot about these, but we don't always talk about our favorites. So maybe you can start with
0: your favorite supplement, secret weapon, or ritual type thing. So my my head is going tick 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 tick. It's like taking a favorite <laughs> child. We really carefully vet, sample a lot the items that we have in the shop. So mm-hmm. I'm not exaggerating, and we don't have a shop with a hundred items. You know, we really carefully curate them. So I really do stand by everything. I don't, of course, do everything every day, nor do Mm -hmm. I think anybody should, even if they're good items. you have to kind of find what works for you. My nighttime routine, I I feel like sometimes if people listen a lot, they might hear things, but maybe Mm -hmm. repetition is good. I'm 100% with that. I don't waver. It leaves me sleeping and pooping and (laughs) relaxed. So again, I may have mentioned it before. I do our chill pills. I do our number two pills, the dusk CBD, and the sweet dreams drops. Mm-hmm. Love them all.
1: <laughs> so, what it's not a trifecta; it's four of them together. Right, I don't know what right, that's
0: right. called. Is there a word for like a quad something? Yeah,
1: <laughs> and then we get a lot of questions about quantities. Do you want to explain like what you do or like how many you
0: take? Right. So everybody is different, and and mm-hmm. actually, these are all things that you can sort of. Safely increase and decrease. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not speaking for anybody else, but I'm two chill pills, which are magnesium citrate. That's your magnesium supplement. People get a little bit confused between I think our chill pills and number two pills. Mm -hmm. Number two pills, as the name implies, are for number two to help Mm -hmm. you poop. Um, I do one of those unless for some reason I, I feel like I TMI, but you know, sort of need a little extra. I do a full or as much as goes in the dropper of dust. They recommend doing that under your tongue. Mm -hmm. I used to count my sweet dreams drops, but I kind of do like, I don't really care if I get a little extra, but I (laughs) do like a third, I would say, of a dropper of those at the same time as I do the dust. So that's my routine and it makes me very happy. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) Do you have any daytime favorites besides like your sleep routine? Yeah, so daytime D is a must. Mm -hmm. Very reliable with that. I love my rhodiola, which is an adaptogenic herb. It's very good for countering the effects of stress, a tiny bit of an upper. So we do recommend taking it in the morning. BFF, which is our berberine supplement, I'm very reliable with it at breakfast and at dinner. You take it with a meal, not so much with lunch. So I would say, though, again, I have my full pill case um, of everything, but what about you? Do we overlap?
1: <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I'd say D. I definitely. That's my daytime. I always take that. And I take that with the sea buckthorn that we have oh, actually in stock. I take that
0: daily too. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: take that in the morning. That's for like skin and hair. I feel like it helps
0: my skin um, dryness a lot, actually. Yeah. You were saying, Kayleen, uh, you can't see her. Um, <laughs> we're now, post. Not at our best. I texted Kayleen and I'm like, I'm gross after workout. She's like, I'm in pajamas. So <laughs> we're a winning team today. But Kayleen is like, you know, perfect hair if you saw her. <laughs> I was surprised that you felt a difference with the sea buckthorn.
1: Yeah, because I kind of get like this kind of not embarrassing to say, but like a little bald spot, not really a bald spot. Nobody no-
0: would notice. Yeah,
1: Because when I put my hair up, I have a lot of hair and it's very tight. It's very heavy. So there's like a little section. And when I started taking the seabuck thorn, Ooh. I also I noticed the little baby hairs in that spot growing back. And I was like, it probably is from taking that like
0: every day. Yeah. So interesting when you so like, skin and hair. really yeah. take something daily that you're maybe more erratic with. Yeah, And notice something even when you're not looking for it. That's how I feel with C. buckthorn and collagen. Mm Because I'm someone who has like, unlike Kayleen, like three hairs on my head (laughs) and bleached and damaged. So when I can feel my hair feeling thicker, it's like really like a a wonder. (laughs) So you do your D, you do your C. buckthorn. Mm
1: -hmm. And then at night, I do gutsy and chill together. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are like, so D, gutsy, chill, and C. buckthorn, my... Top food Yeah, sucks. yeah. I don't need as much help sleeping at the moment, but chill. I just like to get like my magnesium we'll in there.
0: <laughs> exactly. I'm surprised because we talk about and we've shared before about anxiety that like you don't because that's when it manifests for me is before mm-hmm. bed. Um, I'm impressed that you sleep well. I think in terms of so those would be the supplements we like. In terms of secret weapons, I love the Ceylon cinnamon uh, Mm -hmm. in my coffee. I I know some people brew their coffee with it. I put it in once my coffee is done. I love that cinnamon and smoothies, matcha, um, you know, a very big green tea and matcha person and the dandelion drops. I really like those are not, Mm -hmm. I don't do those daily. I do those definitely PMS related, feeling a little, you know, sort of, bloated, that kind Mm -hmm.
1: of thing. I was going to say cinnamon. So you stole mine. (laughs) But I love our Boss Coffee recipe with cinnamon. So that's like, I guess that's filled with a lot of different secret weapons. So I guess I can say like cinnamon. Everyone knows I love Lion's Mane for studying and being productive. I put that in and then collagen and MCT. So that's like the whole Boss Coffee lineup.
0: One of my faves. Which you need for your studying, et cetera. And Mm -hmm. maybe... It's not only the lion's mane, but the fact that you have protein, which is good for brain power, collagen protein, MCT also good for brain. We were, Mm -hmm. before we started, I was saying, I just watched the Netflix show ADD meds or on, you know, Ritalin and Adderall. And they obviously, you know, there are reasons why those shouldn't be maybe as widely prescribed for people who don't truly need them. Or used indefinitely, but there's so many things now. They refer to them as new tropics mm-hmm. that are safe, natural alternatives, like the lion's mane, used for hundreds, thousands of years. That can give you a little bit. I'm not saying. I mean, again, we're not getting in the way of anyone who needs to take their meds. But I'm just saying, a lot of us who don't might not need meds. Do appreciate a little mm-hmm. bit of a boost.
1: Yes, good point. I'll take all the brain boosters at this point. And then, what about your favorite spices? I'm not very like I'm not too exciting with those here.
0: Yeah, and I I used to be somebody who had like 700 spices and bought anything, and mm-hmm. now I kind of streamlined it because the truth is, even though I love flavors and spices, I think we all have that handful that we use. You know, whatever it is, garlic powder mm-hmm. you know, for some people, chili powder or whatever. The most I don't know, but spice. I probably use you know kosher salt the most. Um, I don't know if that counts. There's a great what is it? A client told me about it. There's this company, Daphne and Chloe. They mm-hmm. make red pepper flakes. They make smoked red pepper flakes, which are mm-hmm. pretty. Like I love smoking and I love spice. So those are. Um, they also do. I think they're out of Greece. They do a, a delicious oregano, which is good in so many recipes too. Other than sort of your typical spices, I love like smoked paprika. Mm-hmm. There's a company, Bourbon Barrel Foods, that make... I mean, it lasts forever because it's so strong, but they make a delicious one. We also love the company that makes our cinnamon, Ilya. Yeah. I get them confused with who are the makeup people? The one that makes your makeup. Oh, oh Ilya is the makeup. Ila is the cinnamon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get this. <laughs> okay, so Illa is the spices. Ilya is who makes Caelian's makeup. And yeah. really great. You know, sort of clean beauty makeup. They're spice, they do great spice kits. Have I got, I don't know if I've gotten it for you. I love giving like the whole, there are these pretty black bars. They're great for gifts. They're so nice. Yeah. Yeah. What about you and spice?
1: Yeah. For me, like I said, not a lot. I'm not even a big salt person. Like it's my fun, my family's like, if Kayleen's cooking, I have to add more salt to it because I just don't need it. (laughs) But I use turmeric a lot too. I should try those red pepper flakes you mentioned because I love those. And garlic powder, like all my spices are pretty much from Trader Joe's. So whenever they
0: come out with something new, I'll try that too. Yeah. I'm not a big, it's funny when you mention that. I'm not a big Trader Joe's shopper. I think mm-hmm. it's so polarizing. Like you either love it, and I know most people love yeah. it or don't love it. I wouldn't say like I hate it, but it does what Fairway Market used to do to me. Like it just, I don't understand the whole layout. It's <laughs> yeah, the whole experience is like there's so many people. I could see the lobby. Yeah. yeah, but I, I definitely think that the the lobby for Trader Joe's is strong. Mm-hmm. What's next?
1: Maybe uh, condiments. I know. Like I think we're on the same page with this. It's kind of like either you're a condiment person or you're
0: not, right? I'm I'm teen condiments. Like I could have an empty fridge, but the door of the fridge mm-hmm. will have. I, and it's not even super crazy interesting. I use a lot of Dijon mustard. I actually, even though it's not the best, my mom and I like swear by great coupons. Some
1: mm-hmm. Dijon mustard
0: are like so strong in tart. I love kimchi, not surprising. I love mother-in-law daikon radish, kimchi, <laughs> a, a spoonful of fermented veggies, whether it's kraut or kimchi a day, is a really good ritual. I know there's a lot of mayo haters. I love mayo. <laughs> um, I do avocado mayo. Mm-hmm. For the most part, the Primal Kitchen. I love hot sauce. I mean, we could go on and on. I, think I know. Us, yeah.
1: yeah, I love hot sauce too. And like one of my favorites is the Primal Kitchen buffalo sauce, They're really just like any buffalo sauce um, right. in general is a weakness of mine. Um, and then Sir what Kensington... do you use it on. Um, Literally, like I'll put it on my pizza. Oh, <laughs> I okay. do it sometimes. I'll do it on like hard-boiled eggs or stuff like that, or avocado oh, I toast. To that. I'm usually, like I usually do it on cauliflower or something. Or chicken That's or good something too. Yeah. We'll make that too. I kind of put it on a lot of stuff, but yeah, you should definitely try avocado toast and pizza.
0: Ooh, avocado yeah. buffalo sauce. Mm-hmm. It's good. Might get me get me on that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Then I like, I love mayo too, ketchup, mustard. Um, Sir Kensington's has some good ones. I know like their dressings have questionable oils though, so I don't always use
0: those. It's like a better, my kids won't do the like primal kitchen ketchup. They're Mm. like, not ketchup. (laughs) But we've we've moved away from, you know, sort of the crappier ones. Yeah. And even as Kayleen was saying, even good brands sometimes use, for lack of a better word, crappy oils. Mm -hmm. I'm, it's it's just, it's hard. Even I get suckered and I've seen, I've bought things. I'm not going to even name names from companies that I'm really excited about. And I'm like, oh, like, why do they use those? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think, and we're talking like canola oil, soy, safflower oil, those types
0: of things. We don't like to see all the time. Right. Those are, again, a little bit more inflammatory. We get mm-hmm. too many of those. So you don't want to necessarily have products or use those regularly. Yeah. Okay. And then which cuisine would you say is your favorite? Definitely. And I'm so like I'm I feel like I've done my parental duty because my whole family would say this. I would say Indian food is like my number one. I just love the flavors. And I for a little while, I my boys even had a teacher who did an Indian cooking course for us, but it's like it's too many ingredients. <laughs> it's just not the way I normally cook. So yeah. I, I if we're gonna do takeout. I really I love it. I would say Mexican. It's probably my number two and not a cuisine, but we both love our, our raw bar. Talked about that mm-hmm. in the seafood episodes.
1: Yes. I love a raw bar too. And then my favorite though would be Italian, which you probably could tell from what I've yes, said this whole episode. <laughs> but you're not Italian. Are, are you I'm prefer? not Italian. No. Yeah. just love People it. think I am from the way that I look, but I'm not.
0: Yeah, but you have you have the Irish in you. I think yeah. I think do that more. <laughs> what about should we do drinks? Yes, now drinks.
1: We could break it down, I guess, by hot drinks and cold drinks, and start. Okay. We can start non-alcoholic. What's oh, your favorite oh, hot oh. drink?
0: Okay, <laughs> well, okay. If I'm not going to talk about alcoholic. Coffee is definitely hot drink. My number one. I'm mm-hmm. really like even in like mid August a hot coffee person. I rarely yeah. do iced unless I do something like, like a blended boss coffee or mocha or something like that that I'm making. But especially like that morning coffee has to be hot. I love my teas. As I said, I love green tea. I love ginger tea. Really have a full cabinet of teas that I use a lot. Cold, cold. The are too boring? <laughs> no. Um, I, I mean, I'm just a big a sparkling water person. I find that I which is weird because there's bubbles, but it gets me to drink it more. We do Topo Chico. There's a great mineral water, starts with a G that we have in the office a lot. Ooh. I can't remember what that... You know the one? Yeah. Talking, red, white, and blue one? It's um, a hard
1: name to say.
0: Yeah. I, I'm thinking of like worst dimers, but I think those are the wines. So. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll put that in the notes. recently been turned on. I was late to the train, but the Olipop. Yeah. The, you know, they have a little bit of fiber in them. They do a root beer and a cola that are pretty delicious. Like we healthier actually, soda. Yeah. We get them delivered automatically. <laughs> so that, those would be like my daytime mm-hmm. drinks.
1: Yeah. My fave is coffee too. And I'm like hot, first thing hot. And then I, does iced coffee count as like my cold favorite drink? Cause I do I, love iced coffee, coffee too. Coffee, yeah. yeah was um, my favorites, and I'm loving the sound sparkling teas that we have in the office. We've had them stocked in the fridge for a while. There's new ones in a can, which I think are
0: really good. Yeah, they have nice flavors, no sugar. I forget exactly what it was—green grapefruit or something. I have
1: mm-hmm.
0: had during the podcast, but yeah, we also have a coffee episode. If people love coffee as oh, much, oh yeah, you can. let's do alcoholic drinks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your favorite? Instagram. It was like I have a disease called. It's warm out and I want to drink, which is so funny because I've been rather proud of the fact that I've significantly cut down. Not that I was ever like a huge volume drinker, but just really cut way, way back on alcohol. And then it's like a sunny, beautiful day and people are sitting outside and I'm like, oh,
1: I <laughs> use a work. drink.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, my favorite spirit is Mezcal. I mm-hmm. love it. Again, smoky. It's if you don't know, mezcal is sort of a relative of tequila, uh, but a, but a little bit more flavor to me. Wine, Sauvignon Blancs, uh, New Zealand. Um, I think I you feel mentioned like people, that. Yeah. If watch, listen to the podcast regularly. Could be like, okay, we we know that already. <laughs>
1: I know, probably for me too. Like my favorite is tequila. I haven't like got into mezcal as much, but I do like that. My favorite wine is rose. Mm-hmm. And I also love sour beers, which people like kind of hate on me for that.
0: I saw that on your list. I don't know. Can you explain what that is? Oh, you don't? I feel like
1: you might like them if you tried it. They're kind of... They're, they're sour tasting. They're like a little uh, more tart and like acidic. Okay. And they're usually like kind of fruit flavored. So it'll be oh. like a blueberry or like a
0: blackberry type I, thing. I people give you a hard time because it's fruity.
1: Yeah. And they, I think they tend to be a little higher in alcohol. So, they come okay. in like smaller glasses, like little, like, cute, like, rounded glasses. Oh, right. So, people are like, haha, like,
0: look at that little funny drink. <laughs> That's okay. Whatever. But I can't drink beer. like a full pint glass of beer. I get so full. Both my husband and I were both gluten free. I'm, same thing. Like, I like the idea of beer, obviously, not with gluten, mm-hmm. but it's so filling to me, even though yeah. I do like carbonation. But the Dora, Gluten free beer is is really good. Also, the um, it's not uncommon. There's another gluten free beer that's like really tasty. I'll, it'll come back to me. Yeah, I'm not sure. Mm, now, now it's driving me nuts. <laughs> let, me I see, get, let me see. Yeah. Um, what's what's going on next? We can talk restaurants. Wait. Uh, now I'm done. Da- hold on. Hang on, everybody. I'm going to find this gluten. I'm going to do my service for you by finding. This gluten free beer omission. Oh, but the omission. oh, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, they do a pale ale. They're kind of widely available, but you know, Mark's always been a beer guy, and I, I would say he would say that that's the that we've tried so many gluten free ones yeah. but that that's the best, that's okay. the good one. Now, now, I now my head is clear. <laughs> okay, um, so then what are your favorite restaurants or ones you're looking forward to getting back to? Yeah, I feel like that we almost I almost have to check for some of these. I think for these are safe, but like. Sadly, what's still open, right? Yeah. Uh, in terms of if if I haven't been there, uptown near our office, near where I live, Kayleen and I both love Mermaid Inn, mm-hmm. great seafood restaurant. Kind of hard to get a reservation, especially with outside seating now. Amazing happy hour raw bar yes. situation, so I love that. I love um, a Greek restaurant called Elia somewhat similar, you know, lots of seafoods, but great salads, great for lunch, you know, sort of just like a nice menu near our office and opening soon. I think um, Tavern on the Green, which is like a tourist trap or that's how it's known, but they do have this beautiful patio that, you know, looks out onto Central Park in the summer. It's just, we like to go again, right across the street from us for lunch or Mm -hmm. a lunch meeting. In general, with Mexicans. So I love a place called Atla. It's sort of like a, a it's more like small plates and, and drinks for um, tequila and mezcal. Axamoco, which is in Brooklyn, amazing Mexican. I They just got a Michelin star. I don't know if it was the first time, oh. but really good, um, really pretty place too. Loring Place, we mm-hmm. like a lot. Wyan, like that too. It's John George's Sun, who also does Perry Street, I think, but it's like Indonesian and and really fun flavors, just like traditional New York Grand Central Oyster Bar. Mm-hmm. I, I like. I don't. I don't even even know if that's open right now. Uh, there's a new Indian, actually. I think it's what is her name? Married to Jonas. Oh, Priyanka. Priyanka is opening, or is partners in a restaurant called Selma that I'm going to go to oh. in about a week, and we you know, sort of didn't do it today. We couldn't get the link, but we're trying... My mom and I are trying to get a reservation for like the plant-based 11 Madison. Yes. Um, did you hear about that? I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they went, they went live this morning at nine and it was like, I felt like I was trying to get a concert ticket. One of I, my
1: the- sisters was like, she I guess she saw it all over Instagram. She's like, what? Do you know this place? Like, what is the big deal? <laughs>
0: I've actually never been, I know it's like one of the world's best restaurants. I never, I never went to the regular one and I'm not always like, obviously I'm somebody who isn't a hundred percent plant-based, but I just feel like, I kind of feel like I want to check it out. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely. Curious. It's an interesting yeah. choice. Yeah. And especially if my mom wants to take me. But <laughs> it's funny, I was starting Pilates and it went live at nine. I had my, it's like on this talk app, I had my mom download it. And I'm like, what are the chances of like my 82-year-old mother being Finding able a to click the link and do this? Um, she's like, I got us the wait list. <laughs> I'm like, great. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> so you in restaurants. I mean, you named so many good ones, but Mermaid definitely, like you said, haven't been since last summer, so I must go back soon. Um, and I love Bubbies; but both of their like downtown locations are just so good. That's where I get my
0: like, they, chicken I and pancakes. Think <laughs> so in the meatpacking, because they're right near the like the new Whitney. I, I, yeah, I, I think it that reopened. That. Okay, I think they were closed for a bit,
1: and okay. they, but they reopened. Um, they also have the Tribeca location, which I think has been open the whole
0: time. Okay.
1: And then I love Bar Pitti for my Italian food.
0: So good. Can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. And a few people asked about our favorite podcast other other than ours. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to, I know it's not nutrition related, but I love Prime Junkie. I think it's one, like maybe in the top couple of podcasts in the country. So I'm clearly I think not it the only one. Yeah. I like when their new episodes come out, I, go, I fall asleep to it, which there's something really <laughs> deranged about that. I love, I don't know if you know Lori Santos. She teaches that happiness course at Yale, which was like free at the start. I have of, heard of that, I think yeah. offered it free mm-hmm. at the start of quarantine. But she has, I think it's Happiness Lab, the podcast. I just, there's something, her voice is soothing. I love her <laughs> The Daily. I don't yeah. listen, listen like if the topic, it looks good. We kind of, from the Daily, I always love the length of them. And so we copied that a little yeah. bit with this. Dr. Chatterjee, great accent, great info. <laughs> um, a British doctor has a good podcast. He's a new book out too, which eh, wasn't super. <laughs> you and
1: podcasts? I don't listen to a ton, but um, I do love Danny Pellegrino's Everything Iconic podcast. It's really yeah. just like him like reviewing or recapping Bravo
0: shows and like other reality TV shows. And he's so funny. He's so, he was a guest on a Ringer podcast that I listened to. Mm-hmm. And, and it was great. I love a lot of the Ringer podcast. Too. Yeah.
1: And then i also, I listen to the Daily, like on and off. And then I also like the Doctor's Pharmacy with Mark Hyman. Yes. I don't listen all the time, but I love that he just has so many different people on. So if some a doctor or someone is on talking about a topic I don't really know about, then I, I listen to those.
0: He also, you just reminded me, we talked about Paul Greenberg a lot in the past two episodes, who's like a journalist, but a seafood expert. Mm -hmm. Wait, like, I don't think it's recent at all, but they have a great one together, Mark Hyman and Paul Greenberg, which we might have in the show notes. But anyway, uh, check that out if you wish. Should we talk before we finish about TV? (laughs) I know, I was like, this is a long episode, but we have, I just bragged about how quick our episodes were, but I'm like, we have so many favorite things
1: to tell you about. I know, we've covered a lot. But yeah, what about TV shows? I know you're more of a reader,
0: but... um... I know, I almost feel like we could cut this out because I feel like I'm going to lose a lot of credibility. But (laughs) um, I, I love good books and like crap TV. I'm a Bachelor watcher. Yes, there's been a lot of controversy recently. We'll see where that goes. But, you know, sort of, for years and years have loved The Bachelor Housewives. Um, I don't do every season every location but mm-hmm. New York and Beverly Hills are the yes,
1: ones that I tend to do.
0: Same. I actually binge the whole Beverly Hills 10 season. So I'm not <laughs> in quarantine. Um, I do the, I'm like a you know 12 year old. I do the Voice. They probably don't even watch these the Voice, idol. Love my like you know I DBR, Ina Garten, barefoot contessa, <laughs> the chew. What else? I'm thinking about the shows that I record. Oh, Dateline 2020. And recently, if anyone hasn't checked it out, Couples Therapy, the Showtime Couples Therapy with like this amazing couples therapist. They have a second season out now. So, not the like celebrity one that was like a bunch of years ago. This one is really current. It's on Showtime, which you can usually, I don't know if you can get it through Hulu, but maybe you can. Um, But that was like my new recent. Enjoyment.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was. I don't like watch a lot of TV, but I am so excited that Roni is back. Like that's like yeah. my number one show, and I that's like the only TV show I watch live. Like when it's on, like uh-huh. I'll watch that every week, like at uh, nine PM when it's on. But my all-time favorite TV shows are One Tree Hill and The OC.
0: Mm. I'm even did considering rewatching
1: them. About Roni, did you see? Who mentioned me in her stories? Yes, oh my god! The countess like reshared Lauren's story that she tagged her
0: in. Um, I was obsessed. I sent it to everyone. <laughs> I was like, it's just. I felt like so happy and then so embarrassed that I was so. Ha- it was just a funny thing she had on the show. If everybody hasn't watched, has she's had her struggles with alcohol and had this non-alcoholic rosé, mm-hmm. which I asked out. Of course, typically she said, coming this fall, like it was like a total product. Yes.
1: It was a promo that she was doing on the show. (laughs) We'll have to test it, obviously, for research I mean, it's
0: research. Yeah. (laughs) So just in, you know, sort of getting towards the end, I think, you know, we've had a lot of fun, but just as we're emerging from a little bit of this isolation... Maybe like, I think there are just some good things, some favorite things, if you will, Mm -hmm. Um, from curious what you have to say about this stretch. I think I'm a little nervous and have loved just the slower pace a little Mm -hmm. bit. Like now people are like, let's make plans. And I'm like, I don't know, it's a little stressful for me. Yeah, same. Um, And it's so, I don't want to say funny. We, you're too young, but we have (laughs) so many people. And I feel like every time I reconnect with someone, whether it's a boyfriend or a marriage, there's you know a, a lot of people, I think, I mean, look at JLo and A-Rod or the Gateses. <laughs> um, I think when you really have to spend a lot of time with your significant other, it puts the things to the test. Weirdly, um, Mark, I think with us, when we spend more time together, we kind of like each other more, better, kind of better for us, but that, that family time, I mean, again, I have teenagers, it's a double-edged sword. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) I think kind of
1: along the same lines for me, like not having to run around everywhere. Like I've kind of had a busy schedule like with school and like interning and stuff like that. Um, So I don't know, I can't imagine what it would have been like if everything wasn't all virtual.
0: Yeah. Although I do think I was thinking about this as I consider and returning to the office in person. But there is something nice about those like intervals, like after work, having the commute to like, just let your mind go or that kind of thing. I think at home, it almost becomes in a way more full.
1: Yeah, there's two
0: sides to it. Like I was able to fit everything in except for like
1: my my downtime (laughs) that I would have had.
0: And what about like, in terms of like, Things you're looking forward to. I know one thing, but like, I, what yeah. are you looking forward to now that things are opening up? I am looking forward to my
1: sister's wedding, um, the one that I talk about on here all the time. She was have supposed to. Have to her at
0: the <laughs> I know.
1: I think we should do that one episode. She'd be down. She was supposed to get married last summer and it got postponed. So she's finally getting married in July. Nice summer wedding. So I'm very excited for that. And just warm winter, weather in general.
0: Yeah. No, it makes everything better. Yeah. What about you? Just seeing my mom more, you know, Mm -hmm. that's been like sort of the, one of the hardest things, restaurants, like we talked about. i w I'm always such a travel person, but I think I'm, I'm still a little anxious in that regard. So I'm not, I'm not like ready to go, you know, sort of, I don't think we can, but like all around the world, that kind of thing, seeing clients in person. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be really nice. It's, it, there's just something about being in person in the room that's different. So again, I think we went longer than maybe we ever had. I think we might have.
1: I know. If you listen to this whole episode, you're our favorite too. You're on this list.
0: <laughs> exactly. Our, all our listeners are our favorite. Yeah. So any of the products that we mentioned, I don't even think we mentioned that many. Many are at foodtrainers.com slash shop on our site. Mm-hmm. You can also on the site sign up for the newsletter, if we're your favorite or among your favorite, <laughs> maybe give us a five star review on iTunes if you like what you heard. And I think I think we'll swing a little more serious for next week. Next week, okay. <laughs> All care. right. Bye, Bye-bye.
1: everyone.